0: I'm Andy Vinker, and this is Fit Pro Radio. Whether you're a fitness veteran or novice, this podcast is for you. I hope to share the good, the bad, and the real to help you fast track your career and help you find fulfillment and passion in the fitness industry. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Fit Pro Radio. I am so sorry I've been MIA for a minute, you guys, but the good news is we're back. And, not only are we back, but I have a very special guest. I'm so excited to talk to you, or to introduce you to, this is Shauna Golightly. Shauna, do you want to give him a little hello?
1: Yes, I'll give a <laughs> big hello. Uh, thanks for letting me come talk with you today. Um, I'm Shauna Golightly, and I love group fitness. I eat, sleep, breathe group fitness. <laughs> I've been in the business for 2014, so... Seven years wow. doing the quick math. Um, I love it. I I love all formats. I love any opportunity to get people together to work and sweat and do something that they didn't think they could do. And I believe group fitness is the arena to do that. For sure. And uh, I work with all levels. I teach everything from step to hit to pump, even silver sneakers. So Which we
0: love. And if you so, don't know what silver sneakers is, that is our golden oldies. (laughs) I'm just kidding though, but it's our, our senior community.
1: Yes. And they like to move their bodies as well. And you can really tell those who take care of their bodies and keep moving motion is
0: lotion. So (laughs) there we go. I love that. (laughs) And I think it's cool too, that, um, you have a very diverse background in group fitness. Like you said, you do pump, you do step, which step I feel like is a terrifying thing to teach i've never gone past like a v-step like an up up, down down (laughs) it is so fun it is definitely a workout for my brain i think that burns a few extra calories because my brain is working super hard to cue cueing is is definitely the key it's true and you are a very strong Mm cueer. which by the way we do have an episode coming up about cueing super excited (laughs) but that's for another day Um, Today, I wanted to bring Shauna on because not only is she an incredible, she's one of the instructors that actually works with me at the Pleasant Grove Rec Center, and that's how I met you, Shauna, right? And and it's been super fun to get to know you, not only as like a crazy strong instructor, because people have just, I love watching participants in your class. Oh, thank you. You you are a very strong instructor, Um, not just like physically strong, because we know that if you've seen her shoulders you would know that um but also it's just you're really good at creating a really great environment in a class where people feel successful like you said like your your ability to cue a step and see like everyone is syncopated the move or the word yeah like that's it gives magic. me goosebumps. I love it. I tell everyone,
1: um, even if you don't think you can do it, as long as you know you're right from your left, I will get you
0: through the workout. Because yeah. I hear
1: so many times people say, I'm just not coordinated.
0: <laughs> I will get you through a step workout. So. Well, that and then <laughs> even like high fitness. like You you yes. can bring in any format that you teach mm-hmm. and you look around the room because when I go um for those who don't know like in my position I'll like peep into classes and I don't ever I'm like hardly watching the instructor maybe like five percent of the time I'm watching everybody else for the rest of the time and seeing like what are they picking up on what are they not and every time I peeked into your classes I'm like everyone oh my gosh they're so in sync like it's like almost like in sync the band but also like glitter is like coming (laughs) from the heavens the lights are coming through, everyone feels successful and it's really awesome to watch. Yes,
1: and that is key, I do like that you mentioned everyone will feel successful um, at the end of class and that that's just one of the reasons I love group fitness. Yeah,
0: you do that. <laughs> I love it, um, but I wanted to not only bring you on because you are a great instructor, but because you're also a pretty amazing human, I would like to say. Thank you. Um, you should, like she's not only super kind super beautiful look at the teeth but then also you're very thoughtful and have always been a very strong community builder um and it's been kind of cool because this year your strong community has been able to show up for you in return in a different way and i'm really excited for this episode because we're going to get a little vulnerable and share this side that has been you know like you can tell them what what happened this year
1: Okay, so if you thought 2020 was a crazy year, (laughs) it was just preparation for what was to come for me and my family uh, for 2021. Uh, Earlier this year in, in March, I was diagnosed with invasive lobular breast cancer, and that was a shock. I mean, I teach fitness classes. I try to eat mostly good. I do really like to bake, though. So, yeah. It's about balance. (laughs) It's all about balance. And
0: let's just like mention, for those who have never heard about lobular breast cancer, this is one of the rarer forms. I think we've all heard of breast cancer, generally. But this one is a pretty rare form of it, correct? Yes, it's it's only 10 to 15% of
1: Sheesh. breast cancers are the lobular type. Now, typically you'll hear a friend say they, they've been diagnosed with breast cancer and it's ductal and it's um, coming from a different area of the breast. And so um, my physician called and delivered the news that I had invasive lobular breast cancer and that was shocking. And after we got off the phone, I went to Google <laughs> and Googled, what Dr. is Google. lobular
0: <laughs> breast cancer? We love and hate Google at these point.
1: <laughs> yes. And, um, I, I believe education is key and I wanted to be an educated patient. And so I looked into what is this? What is this monster that's now in my body and what's going to happen what's going to happen now. So um, yeah, it is a more rare form um, of breast cancer, but it's definitely out there. Definitely. um, You may know someone who has experience with it. Um, I'm told that about 39,000 new cases of this type of breast cancer are diagnosed each year. So it's definitely something that uh, we need to pay attention
0: to yeah. and
1: distinguish from the other type of breast cancer.
0: Yeah. And I think, and so let's go back to when you found out, mm-hmm. like you said, you are a very, very healthy person. You have a very healthy family. Yeah. Um, and again, like very pretty baking pictures too. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so you have like a very <laughs> balanced athletic family. Yeah. And so what did that feel like? How did that impact you at that moment?
1: Um, I think it was, it was such a shock to my kids and my husband when I told them each individually. Um, I, and I did take them each individually um, and tell them because it was important to me to be able to take care of them in that moment as an individual, as my son, as my daughter, as my husband. Um, because they're gonna go through this journey with me Mm -hmm. and it's a journey we never thought we would have to face and um, my son, my 16 year old boy I I just won't forget that he threw his arms around me we were sitting in the car I dropped him off at track practice and then I picked him back up from track practice we were sitting in the car as we came home and I shared with him the news and the first thing he did was just throw his arms around me and he hugged me and that's exactly what i needed and it's what he needed too and we were there for each other to process this and um in discussing that moment later on he's like mom how how could this affect you you're a superhero (laughs) and to hear your 16 year old son say that i mean that's just That's amazing.
0: (laughs) You are a superhero. Hashtag goals.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So um he just couldn't believe he's like, nah, this, this doesn't happen to heroes, superheroes. My mom, she works out, she eats right, you know, she's she's on the go, she takes care of all of us. Uh this isn't right. Um, but yet that was our reality. Um, so it was definitely a shock. And the biggest joke after the diagnosis, um, each dinner time was, hey guys, you better eat your vegetables, it prevents cancer. <laughs> you're like, sure mom,
0: <laughs> whatever you say. It's like when they're like, take your vitamins. And you're like, why? Why now? <laughs> yeah,
1: let's all exercise. Why? It prevents cancer. <laughs> so yeah, you can be doing all the things and still something unexpected can happen, but I have to say that um, doing all the things of exercise, nutrition, sleep, um, meditation, all of those pieces needed to be be in the puzzle because it allowed me to approach and fight this new challenge. Um, I was better equipped to be able to do that. And a support system, whether it was my family or my group fitness classes that support system was crucial to getting through this i knew i would get through it but i would get through it more successfully with the support of my community my tribe my family
0: my fitness family everything (laughs) yeah because i think i don't especially after 2020 like that whole thing that we're still kind of in i think it really Affected people's ability to remember that we need that human connection and how healing that human connection can be um, And so I'm so glad that it happened this year Oh, like, me too Or rather that it happened, but, me too. but glad that it happened this year when we're starting to come back and that you could Have people that you could rely on Absolutely. Yes. Um, how isolating that would have been and throughout this whole process.
1: I've been trying to find the good I know a lot of people say, see the good. Well, sometimes they can't be seen and you have to I create
0: your own good. <laughs>
1: you have to create the good. You have to find it. You have to pull it out. And this experience has really stretched me, um, to find the good. And one of the goods that I found was it was 2021 and not 2020 <laughs> when, um, I was diagnosed and that I think has been a blessing. Um, I know initially after my surgery, I did end up having surgery to remove the tumor and surrounding tissue. And following my surgery, my husband was um, being the kind man that he is. He was encouraging me to stay home from um, some activities and things that were coming up. And he said, well, what if if someone tries to give you a big hug? And I I just was like, hey, that's what I need. Mm That's exactly what I need and, and I'll just hug from the right side <laughs> <laughs> instead of the left side. Um, so I did need that. I needed that connection and that has pulled me through and I so appreciate those who've reached out and just helped me on this journey.
0: And would you say that maybe people have surprised you through this? Like, I feel like whenever I know I've gone through something hard, people that I never would have expected kind of come out of the woodwork and they're like like everything that you needed at that point. Maybe it's through a meal maybe it's Mm -hmm. through a text or or a simple smile or I was just thinking about you.
1: Oh, it's amazing to be reminded of the goodness. Um, We're in a crazy time where it's sometimes hard to see the goodness um, with all the unrest around us and to see and feel that goodness, whether it was a text, a meal, um, a knock on the door, something just left on my door. Um, you know, cookies sent to me. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) By the way, that was a (laughs) lifesaver. You were one of those who, um, absolutely just carried me through that. And, and I'll never forget that. And I, I, I read those messages, and I and I go back, and it just strengthens me. And the best is when people do it, even though, even though I would say I'm fine, I'm good. Someone would come anyways, Mm -hmm. you know, because we all want to. We don't want to be the needy one. We don't want to be the case, the person that um, everyone's worried about or discussed. Or, you know what? Sometimes it's okay to assume that role and allow others to show their goodness and you're both just impacted in such a positive way um, I know that there was someone who reached out and said hey I, I'd love to bring you dinner and I'm like oh we're good and she brought dinner anyways and that's exactly what I needed
0: <laughs> and I love I love too when people are like that assertive to be like I know you're good mm-hmm I'm still down. <laughs> yes yes it's not exactly I, I know you're good that's not what I was asking mm-hmm.
1: it's asking how can I help you how can I show you I'm here for you and I care and um, that that's been incredible and it's it's allowed me to be more empathetic when another person close to me um, has something that they're going through I better know how to reach out And navigate that even though it's awkward yeah um, it's just it's taught me a lot I I never would wish this on anyone but now that I'm in it what can I learn from this situation and how can I be stronger from it
0: yeah and I think it's pretty amazing because like you said like you you have definitely been the furthest thing from being like the case or like Mm -hmm. victim to this which Um, which I know too can be very difficult because you want to be able to like, you, you want to let yourself experience all the feelings and you definitely were really good at that. Um, but not only have you done that, but in this podcast, a lot, we talk about what, what can we do with our experience? What can we do with this time? And you have done so many amazing things, not just, and like, we're going to drop a couple other amazing things coming up. But, like, being able to even share about it on your social media, being able to talk about it so openly and educate people on, you know, there's more than just this ductal breast cancer. There's so much more. Mm -hmm. Um, And being able to use your experience to educate, empathize, be there for other people. Um, So what are some things that you have have learned in your sharing? Because sharing is not, like, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to, like, fitness accounts and stuff, Sometimes we don't like to see that side or we don't oh, like to yes. show that side of ourselves because we are the superheroes. Yes,
1: there's and definitely a standard we yeah. put on ourselves. We have to meet this image of strength, power, fearlessness, um, that our bodies are invincible.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and there is pressure. Um, as soon as I found out that I had cancer and um let my family know and it was it it came to me it was important to me to share publicly and i i felt like i don't know we do try to stay private with certain things but this thing i had to to share on social media and it did put me in a vulnerable position um you know, I, I felt like I wasn't the superhero. This is, when you hear the big C, it's, it's tough. Um, but as I shared my experience and was very honest with what I was diagnosed with, and then I'm having surgery, and then my process, I ended up having radiation. And as I shared my, my fears and my process, um, people were so responsive. And um, they thanked me. They said, thank you so much for sharing that. I'm gonna go get my mammogram or um thank you. And the interesting thing is um with my diagnosis I had to be my own advocate. So
0: oh I yeah, tell them tell this is them. this is very interesting.
1: Yes, as my fourteen year olds say this this is the tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna the shan- I'm gonna still the tea <laughs> so it ended up in January of this year I found a lump. A small lump. Um, and I, I, I told my husband, I, was like, I, I found a lump and it's not been there before. I absolutely am sure it's not been there before. Mm-hmm. And I had my well woman exam scheduled for March. So I said, I'll just wait till March and have her take a look
0: at it. And, um, which by the way, we recommend these, <laughs> like these checks, like the, yes. e- like wellness exams anyway, try and do them like annually or Every, like frequently, if you have not in a minute, go get checked. It's never hurts. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Yes, absolutely. I established that relationship with the provider so that they can keep track and they may um, find things that you um, didn't know were lurking. So (laughs) this ended up being, I found the lump. I spoke with my doctor at my exam and I was like, hey, I found this lump. She felt it. She's like, yeah, let's send you for a mammogram and let's do an ultrasound too, just to make sure that everything's fine. And so I headed over for the mammogram and um, it was clear. Um, it There was no, in fact, I got the letter in the mail that said, there is no indication of cancer. I think I saved that letter. It, it kind of <laughs> makes me either laugh or scream, you know? <laughs> both. So both, yes, yes, do all of it. <laughs> and the ultrasound um, was performed and the radiologist said oh this is just a lymph node hmm. it's just an enlarged lymph node come back in a year for your annual mammogram and I, hmm, I even asked him there I said well why would I have a enlarged lymph node mm-hmm. he said your body's always fighting things and so when like when you get strep throat you get those really enlarged lymph nodes in your neck um so your body's always fighting things um this likely is an indication of something that you're fighting and How interesting
0: that they would say that yeah and like hear themselves say that Yes. and not like
1: That's and really and not interesting. i i'm disappointed i'm disappointed in the level of care i received let's just mm-hmm. <laughs> say that um disappointed that there wasn't um direction to seek further treatment, advice, um a second opinion. A second. It was kind of left at you're fine, come back in a year, don't worry. Mm-hmm. And I left that appointment just so unsettled. And I'm not typically one to question medical authority i i believe they work hard and they have your best interest in mind um but this time was different and i pulled up into my driveway and i just sat in my car and i knew this wasn't right it just i had gut instinct divine intervention it was it was incredible I, I couldn't shake it I couldn't move on I couldn't just say okay doctor um, and and I just let that unrest kind of simmer inside me and I talked to my kids and my husband I'm just like well I'm just not feeling right about it and and when my primary care called to tell me the official report of the ultrasound says you're fine I had to press back with I don't Feel right and the tech assured me again and again let me read you the report there is no indication um, of concern this is a lymph node and there is no evidence of anything gone awry and I just was that an annoying patient that just said you know I don't feel like this is right I think she was a little exasperated with me and she <laughs> said, Okay, I will pass your concerns on to the doctor and we'll get back to you. And it ended up, I was able to get a referral for a second opinion at a breast surgeon. And, you know, it's worth every amount of copay mm-hmm. just to have peace of mind. For sure and I approached that appointment and and I admitted I don't like freaking out about things. I just want to be reassured from an expert what's going on and if it's nothing, great. Mm -hmm. If it's something, great. (laughs) And um, I got that second opinion and she biopsied it and called me four days later and I have cancer
0: i'm just so glad i listened because how many people though because it's like like you said we're all a little disappointed in hearing that story of that first two people Mm -hmm. the mammogram and like two tests saying Mm -hmm. you're good but how many times have we pushed past our own body talking our own intuition um and so again like if we can just plug to people like if you've ever felt anything off anything off in your body you got to honor that you need to you need to look into that because had shauna not what if you waited until your next year appointment oh like we don't even want to go there right oh
1: it would have been more than stage one yeah it it would have been
0: devastating
1: but you have to be an advocate you know your body it's true listen to your body Advocate for yourself.
0: And there's no wrong in being that patient that's like, I really don't feel right. What are my options? Yeah. Um, Because had you not done that, uh, it would be a different story. Completely different story.
1: And (laughs) my primary care physician must have, um, she received the report from the breast surgeon of the the pathology and and that um, I have cancer. She, my primary care gave me a phone call. <laughs> I don't think she's ever called me before. <laughs> she called me, and the first thing she said was, good job listening to your instinct. And I just said, thank, yes, thank you. Um, you know, we're going to take care of this. But I think she was so proud of me for not stopping at that Um Incorrect diagnosis mm-hmm. that the radiologist gave me and I know people make mistakes yeah. they do and I I don't harbor anger at that individual who gave it his best guess yeah. um, I Don't harbor any ill will because there was a bigger plan for me and I was supposed to catch it. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to press and listen to my body and go get that second opinion.
0: And, it all and worked learned, out. And learned how to, like, that it's okay to push for yourself. Yes. I know that you're really good at advocating for yourself anyway, <laughs> but in this sense, like, I feel like if I ever was to be in that position, I'd be like, you know what, I feel kind of weird, but maybe it is okay, because I did say it was okay. And that's why I'm, like, a broken record here. Like, how many times has that happened to us? And you having the opportunity to not only be the one to be like, this happened, like, all this we found out because I pushed, I abdicated. Mm -hmm. I I worked to know this diagnosis and listen to my body. But it's, like, so cool that that's part of your story. That's part of your experience. You're the one. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. Yes,
1: I was meant to... Get it taken care of. Yeah. There's a lot of things I still need to do. So this is just a little hiccup, a little bump, um, huh, a little wump. <laughs> <laughs> <A little. laughs> and yeah. <laughs> <A> it, <little lump. laughs> And, uh, and um, a lot of good has come from it, um, but definitely a, a shock to to this year. Yeah. yeah. But I'm pulling through and. I'm... Yeah.
0: What is what is the current update? If we can ask.
1: Yes. Current update. I did uh, twenty rounds of radiation. It was every day, Monday through Friday, for four weeks, and that was back in the month of June. And it kind of knocked me out, had some fatigue, had a really bad sunburn in an area that typically does not (laughs) see the sun. sun. (laughs) (laughs) And so that was an experience. um, But I had great care. I have wonderful oncologists and wonderful radiation team that took good care of me. Um, I did not need chemotherapy. And that was another blessing in my life. And I was able to continue teaching fitness throughout all of this. And I have to say, my oncologist was
0: floored. He looked at me... Because radiation... Yes. Uh, Even our instructors that have had family members or they've experienced radiation, they're like, how are you walking? Not only was she walking, she was tuck jumping. She was throwing burpees like left and right. Yes. um, We did take breaks. Yes. The only only
1: break I took was um, a couple weeks following my surgery. Mm -hmm. And then I picked myself back up, taped myself up, (laughs) literally (laughs) literally (laughs) taped up, and uh, got back to class. And that was part of my healing. To be honest, Um, having group fitness available to me, um, to be able to talk. And I was very vulnerable and open with my classes. And it was something that we shared together and not only were we stronger physically, but we were stronger emotionally and mentally and socially. And um, so the fitness was part of my healing. And my oncologist, he couldn't believe I kept teaching and, and I was just like, I need to. And he's like, but I don't know how you're doing this. <laughs> physically, physically, no one
0: understands. <laughs>
1: how are you doing these high intensity classes? Um, and I, I think, the the fact that I was in such good shape before starting Mm -hmm. and my determination and then I just think I was lifted throughout this this whole process to keep teaching and I am almost back to where I was pre-radiation almost back there you know I don't think you could tell if you're in my class you probably can't tell and if you're a new member music
0: drops once the music starts, and then like you have like thirty cheerleaders yes. in almost every class, it's like it's hard. It's hard to like, I don't know. I feel like our adrenaline takes over, oh, and we're yeah. we, are, we're just so excited to be there and stuff. That yes, honestly, you, what I'm trying to say is no one no one noticed. <laughs> yeah, no, unless you, you probably wouldn't notice. But the cool thing was, I
1: I sometimes would preface the class with, "Hey." Um, We're all going through something. Just bring your best, and we're gonna get through this. I'm gonna bring my best, and my best right now might not be where it was a few months ago, and that's okay. Um, You might be going through something, you you might be healing from an injury, postpartum, had a rotten night's sleep. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, you're here, we're together, we're gonna get through this, and um, we'll be stronger afterwards. And just bring your best. I'm not judging you, you're not judging me. Judgment-free zone, Um, we got this. Let's get through this together.
0: And that's so cool because kind of going back to even like the beginning, you can see the glitter, the heaven rays coming through because not only is everybody so in sync and so pretty looking together, but you feel it. You feel that magic of we're all doing something hard Together.
1: Yes. Yes, we're all doing hard things. We've got our hard in the group fitness room and we've got the hard outside of the group fitness room. Mm-hmm. And um we can be stronger. And because we entered the group fitness room, it helps us to approach all of the hard that we face outside of the fitness room. We're a community, we're a family, um, we're all at different levels of fitness and um, we're just trying to be our best self, the best version of ourself, cancer and all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I love that. And I think someone told me once. Like I went on through a whole year of putting myself in hard things, hard competitions, whatever it may be. Um, and I remember it was like my brother-in-law. He was like, you know what I think is really cool is that you've conditioned yourself to put yourself in hard situations. So when the hard, real hard situations come, you can be like, tick, 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 look at all these hard things I've already done. I can do one more hard thing. And being able to share your experience and, uh, and give permission to everyone in the room to f- lean into their hard experiences, be strengthened by a one hour, 55 minute class to be able to take on the rest of what happens outside those four walls. Like, I think that's the beauty of Groove That's the beauty of humanity and the beauty of the work that we get to do.
1: Yes, absolutely. Right, that's it. Hit the nail on the head.
0: <laughs> and so I want to take your experience and I want to share with everybody what you're doing right now with all the things that you've experienced this year because not only have you picked yourself up, dusted yourself off, gone to battle, come back, mm-hmm. wiped your wounds clean, but you're doing something else too. Tell us about it. Dun dun dun! I know, <laughs> drum I know. I know. here! I know, like a fancy song or something.
1: I am so excited to support research and education, specifically with lobular breast cancer. And there's an organization, the Lobular Breast Cancer Alliance, which is raising money, they promote that education, that research, they provide research grants to physicians and researchers to delve into what is this cancer? What distinguishes it from other types of breast cancer? And knowing those things, how can we best treat it? How can we diagnose it better? Um, There's a lot that we still need to learn and a lot that still needs to be done and supporting this organization, the way that I can do this is combining my love of fitness and my knowledge of this organization into one giant fitness fundraiser that will be taking place next month, Breast Cancer Awareness Month.
0: I'm like, you can't see it, but I'm like, (laughs) like shooting off like pink confetti cannons. I'm like trying to like (laughs) hold back my excitement, but yeah, so. It's next month. Next month or October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And so we are, yeah, celebrating it with a huge fitness fundraiser.
1: Yes. Um, We are going to party it up, we're gonna get a workout in, we're gonna get those endorphins flowing, and it's all gonna be for a good cause. We are raising money to support this organization that will then turn those funds into research and education about this specific type of breast cancer that I have um, become very aware of, (laughs) not just in the month of October, but (laughs) this whole year. Um, So it's going to be a fantastic fitness party there's going to be awesome music, awesome instructors. I've reached out to the best of the best. And you will be taken care of when you arrive. And the only thing you, you have to do is wear pink.
0: <laughs> and that's and wear pink and bring a smile and be ready to party. Yes. Because we're going to have so many. We have great vendors. Crazy raffles! Oh yes, I'm the like, raffle prizes. The raffle prizes are insane. They, they are pouring in. They keep
1: pouring <laughs> in, and I'm so thankful to the businesses and companies that have lent their support for this cause. This is going to be an an awesome event, and you won't want to miss it. And here are the specifics.
0: Yeah, let's tell them the
1: details. The details. Get out your phone. <laughs> I would say, get out your calendars. No one has a paper calendar anymore. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Yes, mind the paper planner. If my mother is listening, get out your marker and write down on the calendar. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think she's ever listened to a podcast. (laughs) But now she will. Now she will. Um, Get out your phones, and I need you to mark on October 8th. It's a Friday. Friday night. Friday night. (laughs) October 8th at 7 p.m. at the Pleasant Grove Recreation Center. That's where we're throwing it down. Doors open at 6.30, and the fun and the workout begins at 7, and it will be a guaranteed hour-long fitness fest, Mm -hmm. but you're more than welcome to stay and talk and chat and look at your swag bag that you purchased. Yes,
0: and photo booths and smoothies for everyone because there will be smoothies for everyone. Um, We're trying to make it a really fun place to be. Because honestly, when, I mean, it's so, it's such a cool opportunity to not only get to move our bodies, sweat together, laugh together, but then also to bring that beauty again that we were talking about, that connection into this event and know that we're all trying so hard to I don't know, like build, build this, build this for the lobular breast cancer alliance, build this in experience so that we can each contribute to something so much bigger than ourselves. Yes.
1: And it's, it's bigger than ourselves, but it's also part of ourselves because we all know someone, you, you know, someone who's been affected by breast cancer. And this is one way that you can show your love and support, um, by Supporting this fundraiser, coming, working out. It's a win-win because a win, you're going to get. Win. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, yes, win, exponential wins <laughs> happening um, because you're going to have a great time and um, it's also going to help support this cause. And, yeah, what's better? There's no better way There's to no spend way. your Friday night, October
0: 8th, um, here in Pleasant Grove. It's true. So come one, come all. From near and far. It's gonna be a really, really great night. And I'm super excited to get to be a part of it and help Pleasant Grove be a part of it. I know this community loves you. And and like you said, all of us have been affected by someone, whether it is ourselves, whether it's someone that we love. We have been, all been touched by a breast cancer story. And if we can help contribute towards that cause, toward finding a cure, toward educating and celebrating the wins that have come, like all the amazing experiences you've shared, let's do it. And so, with that said, where can we find information? <laughs> like we're gonna have it on Instagram, yeah, and tell them where to find you on Instagram. On Instagram, and we're also gonna link it in the yes. show notes. But go
1: ahead at Shauna Golightly. So. Everyone asked me to spell that. So Thank here you, we you, go. Here at S-H-A-U-N-A-G-O-L-I-G-H-T-L-Y at Shauna Golightly. You'll find me on Instagram. It's actually a picture of me with my hair down. People, Some people are like, <laughs> wait, what? Are you should sure that's you? That you? You always have your hair in a ponytail <laughs> for teaching classes. No, that's really me. Um, I'm on Instagram at Shauna Golightly. And if you'd like more information about the organization that we are supporting you can go to
0: lobularbreastcancer.org nice and so i'm super excited thank you again for being here thank you for sharing your heart your story and a glimpse into your experience but also an opportunity for us to join in in making a difference and so one more time october 8th 7 p.m pleasant grove recreation center here in pleasant grove utah everyone is welcome bring literally everyone Bring um, everyone and get your ticket
1: tonight. once we post
0: you need to get your tickets i know especially Snatch for swag bags we are only we are selling 50 swag bags and they are stocked with the coolest swag i've ever heard of like all the all the brands that have really contributed like we'll hopefully be able to give them a shout out but there are just so many and so also if we are looking to If you have a small business, if you have something to contribute, please also reach out to Shauna um, or myself and we can get your business featured in this event. Um, We have plenty of opportunities for sponsorships, for matching funds, and as well as for seeking swag for our fund or for our swag bags. So please don't hesitate to reach out. And if you have any questions, Also, reach out. Yeah, please. Um, I'm an open book. Ask
1: me all the questions, whether about the fundraiser or my experience or um, any other questions you have. We need each other. So let's make this amazing. I hope to see everyone at this fitness party fundraiser. You don't want to miss this. You really don't. You really don't. It will be the (laughs) highlight of your Friday, October 8th. Day <laughs> of your
0: life. It'll Let's be the ha- high. Let's tell them. Pretty much, probably, the- it's a close second. <laughs> Think of when you met the love of your Disneyland. life. better than that. Yeah. Think of when you went to Disney. Better than that. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, if this episode was helpful to you, or you know somebody that that could benefit from listening to this, please don't hesitate to share it. Sharing is caring. Um, and tag me and as well as Shauna um, as you share these posts or thoughts or if anything inspired you today. And we will see you on the next one. Goodbye, everyone.